I started communicating her in a way that caused her to be captivated with this new deal. Yeah, it's empowering. It's so empowering when, you're, when your husband or your spouse just talks to you in that way. You, you want to be better. You mm. know, you, you, it's almost like you, your love just grows. You, you're mm. over, like, overflowing. Oh, you yeah, get yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah, with yeah, it, yeah, you yeah, know? She's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Welcome back to another episode of Witness One Gospel Love Edition. I'm Caitlin. I am Aramis. I'm Avia. <laughs> and I'm Coach D. And today we are going to be talking about how to be connected by communication. Connected by communication. No, I'm gonna need it. Oh. You can keep going, man. Oh. <laughs> well, it's on you now. I did the intro. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We're talking about we're talking about the power. Got the bumper. Uh, go. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're talking about the power of communication. How important um, communication is to marriages. Mm, um, extremely. And, yeah, and we're talking about uh, a subject matter that carried over from our Coffee in the Morning Club, uh, which is our um, couples. Communion, I'll say it like that, um, because we get together Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every morning at 8 a.m. from 8 a.m. to roughly 9, 9:15-ish, uh, so far anyway. And uh, it's 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 a couples group for those who are looking to master marriage. I know that's uh, a daunting thought for some uh, that you know you can master marriage, but it was designed to be mastered. You know, definitely wasn't designed to be hard. And uh, so it's, it's a group of couples who we believe that community matters more than anything. Uh, we become, the Bible gives us two ways that we become. We become by the, by the renewing of our mind. So you gotta, you gotta go through the process of awareness, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And then we become by beholding. When you surround yourself with couples who are on the path of marriage mastery, who may be a, ahead of you, you're able to see and behold and, and engage with them to understand how they've been able to do what they've been able to do and get to where they've gotten within their marriage. And it's important that we, that we um, understand that he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, mm -hmm. but the destruction or the companion of fools shall be destroyed. That's what the scriptures say. Well, he that walketh with marriage masters mm -hmm. shall become marriage masters. That's right. I mean, it's, 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 it's common sense. I mean, it's, it's math. Not, yeah, it's not it rocket science, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to get to a place where you don't want to deal with the misery of a malfunctioning marriage, if you don't want to deal with the misfortune of a marriage that's not um, a, a functioning the way it's supposed to function, then you need to surround yourself with couples who are, who are striving, uh, who are becoming, who are on the road to, to do it. And so we, this past week, we talked about connecting by communication and how important your communication is to creating that connection between a husband and a wife. And so uh, if, if I can start off, I want to start off with the launching point that we start off with everything. Is Wait, the I love the double entendre. Did you do that on purpose, connected by communication, by, by connecting with others and communicating in that community? Like you kind of did, a two, you're really talking yeah, about couples. Again. Say that again. So you're talking about couples being connected by communication. Right. 
but we're also connected by communication within the community. Within the so mm -hmm. it kind of like and that was good. Did you plan that out? No, I didn't actually. That oh. was you know, that worked I out. Good. I wish I could. I wish communication, communing with out. other couples. I, I yes. wish I could have said that. I wish I, I could have said yeah, but, right. but no, I didn't. No, well, I was gonna say good job. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job, Kate. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of how it just worked out, yeah. right? Right, um, right? But that's really how life works. Like we're all connected by communication. Like, like one of the examples we gave of the power of communication and how God recognized the power of communication is from the, um, the uh, Tower of Babel experience when you had Nimrod, that's his name. Mm. Nimrod, who was the builder of a, a mm. town, a community, and he, um, had a, he had a vision that he could build a tower to reach the heavens. And God said, well, well we, can't, we can't have that. He said, let's go down there and mess this thing up. Well, what was the mechanism by which God messed up the vision of them building a tower to reach the heavens? Bible says, he confused their language. He messed up their communication. He disconnected them, right? And that word confused there means, it means to, to speak in generalities. And the idea behind it is it wasn't effective and efficient. Mm -hmm. It wasn't concise and conformative. It was, it was, it was vague. It was, it was, what's the word? What's the other word we use a lot, Ryan? You said you ain't heard it. Ambiguous. It was, it was yeah. ambiguous, <laughs> right? It wasn't, it wasn't concise. It wasn't to the point. It wasn't definite. Right. God speaks definitely. The word of faith, the word of God is an emphasis on the definite. Either you believe or you don't. Either you're healed or you're not. So then I have a question because you talking about the Tower of Babel. I don't know why, but I'm thinking about in the garden when the snake was speaking to, to Eve and how he kind of like messed that up by sowing seed of doubt. If, if a couple is doubting anything about their, their spouse, can communication have a breakdown just because I doubt what you're saying or I doubt that I believe you or I doubt who, who, you, are, who you are, who you're becoming? Is that another breakdown of communication oh, no is the it. doubt? Right. That's, that's, the, that's the foundation of it, right? So the, there's nine laws that, that come with communication. And the first law of communication is trust versus distrust. Right. If you have a relationship where there's distrust, then there'll be there'll be a higher chance of communication breakdowns mm -hmm. because I don't trust that what you're saying to me is in the benefit of, of, of me. Mm -hmm. There's not a mutual benefit. I don't trust that what you're doing is going to bring the end goal that we've talked about achieving. Right. If I don't if there's not a trust. So trust is the first level of establishing uh, edifying communication. The word the word uh, we, Ephesians 4, 29 and, and 30 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the edifying, that it ministers grace to the hearer. My communication as a husband to my spouse should empower her. The word edify means to build up. It means to strengthen. It really speaks to laying a foundation that you're able to build upon forever. Man, that's, that's, that's a powerful thought. Like I lay a foundation that I'm able to build upon uh, for forever because I can't build too high on this foundation. So I edify you. I, I, I establish a foundation and then I build upon it. So my communication with my spouse should always be uplifting, strengthening, right. comforting, affirming, confirming. Right. It should be it should be uh, a communication that that stirs her and incites her to uh, reciprocate that and to feel feel valuable and precious. Right. And then it says grace. The word grace, as we understand it, is something that empowers you. So my conversation, my communication with my wife should be empowering. Now, where does this communication come from? Do I have to come up with my own communication style? Do I have to come up with my own communication language? Do I have to come up with my own? No, I don't. It's built into love. Right. right? It's built into loving. I don't care. We must, if I'm going to say this 20,000 times, 
Marriage is made for lovers. And until you identify as a lover, you are not ready to be married. Yeah. Marriage is made for lovers. Now, we discovered something in our last show that it's easier to identify as a lover when you understand you were created to love. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you burnt that up. So, you <laughs> so the, the idea behind that was, was just, you know, it, it's... It's hard sometimes, like in, in, in my pursuit of, of, you know, becoming who I'm, who I'm, you know, called to be, there's times where I, I put pressure on myself to, to just be, right? Mm -hmm. And what that really does is that that removes me from the understanding of who I was made to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if, 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 I'm, if I'm born as a child, but I'm never told whether I'm a boy or girl, I'm not going to understand my role in life mm. and I'm going to just flow through on life, just trying to figure it out. And, and, you know, people who say they can help me. Okay, cool. But then that don't work out. Like it, it there's a, you know, leaf flowing through the wind sort, sort of vibe to not understanding who you are and operating in that purpose. Right. right? So when you get to, to those points where, you know, it, it feels like you're trying too hard and I've been going through that a lot lately, <laughs> you know, just coming to the understanding and being able to settle down and understand, like, I was made to do this. I don't have to try. It's in me to do it. That, it will come. That is a power. That is that is transformational insight. And if we could see that we were created to be lovers, like like we talked about in that last show and it's worth repeating, you were created in the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. Well, what does the Bible say God is? He's love. Yeah. God is love. He's love. So if I'm created in his image and his likeness, what am I? <laughs> You're I'm love. Right? right? <laughs> we were, we were, we, Jesus was the epitome of God. That made him the epitome of love. Mm -hmm. well, well, just like when we were in Adam and he fell, we fell. Adam's death, Adam's sin causes us to lose some things. Jesus' resurrection causes us to restore, regain those things. I was in Christ. That makes me in Christ Christ is a lover that makes me a lover. Yeah. The first thing Holy Spirit did when we gave our heart to the Lord was injected. The Bible says shed abroad. That, that word shed abroad speaks of an explosive experience. He shed abroad the love of God in my heart. Why? Because he knew I was created to love. So he's going to give me what I need to love. Yeah. And then lastly, Paul told Timothy, God didn't give you no spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. See, everything centers around us identifying as a lover because I was created to love. Right. You were created to love. We're all lovers by creation. So it's easy to identify as a lover now. So I had to start about communication. I think that what, what gives communication the importance that it has and, and, and the gravity that it has is the power of words <sighs> the power of words right death don't and life blame, is in the power don't blame of the me now he bringing this stuff up <laughs> <laughs> he see me he sees me <laughs> he bringing this stuff up <laughs> look we got three bars on the I'm thing over here so i'm trying it's to take advantage three you want. <laughs> all three bars are on that receiver over that's here. fine uh so so yeah so de death and life is in the power of the tongue right so in, in understanding that we understand the impact that we can have on each other through the words that we use. Man. Oh, when you talk about words, <laughs> the Bible says like this. 
by faith we understand that the world was framed mm. by the word of God, mm -hmm. right? Then the Bible says this, but we understand that by faith the world was framed. So the world was framed by words, right? Now, the Bible says you cleanse, you wash. The idea of cleansing and washing is to bring forth the new, is to bring forth the real. In that particular, that particular phrase, the idea of cleansing and washing. The Bible says, husbands, you wash and you cleanse your wife. How? By words. Mm. By words, with words, by the renewing and the washing of the word of God, with words. So when we're talking about communicating, we're talking about bringing forth the crown jewel of who you are as a husband right. with your words. When we're talking about communicating, we're talking about creating this, this, this uh, bringing forth, I should say, not creating, bringing forth um, because, because um, everybody goes through things growing up. The way our society is structured, you know, we have, we enter into relationships. We call them boyfriend, girlfriend. We call it dating, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's a detriment, really, to marriage. But we go through things. We go through traumas, right? We might even go through some divorce, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we go through those things, and we come out on the other side, and we need, we need healing. We need comfort. Right. We need affirmation. We need things that's going to bring forth that new or that woman that's in there or that husband that's in there. Mm -hmm. And how do we, as husbands, bring this forth from our wives? With our words, right. how we communicate to them. Question. Yes. So the thing is out there, actions speak louder, actions speak louder than words. Hmm. How true is that for you? <laughs> actions speak louder than words. I mean, there's some, there's some, there's some, factualness to that. There's some practicality <laughs> to that, right? I get what they're saying. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> no. Now you know what probably you really want to say. Those people don't know what they're talking about. Well, they don't. They, don't they, they don't. They're just saying something. They think they're saying something. But it right. is, I mean, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to knock them out. I'm not going to knock them out that like that. But, but your actions, actions should confirm your words, really, technically. Right. Actions aren't designed to speak louder than, or, or, or what, what they're bringing out is the impact of your actions is greater than the impact of what you say. Do what you say. And they're not wrong in that, right? right? Because faith without works, mm -hmm. and you got to understand when James wrote that statement, he said, faith without works is dead, right? In their mind, faith, faith was something that you couldn't separate from your words. Mm. They used to think like this, the will of God or the actions of God is voice activated. That's what the Hebrews think in their mind. Everything is voice activated. So in their mind, words was the initiation of the process of transformation and things happening was your word. So James said, you can't you can't claim fail. You can't confess with your mouth and believe with your heart. You can't use your words, but not have your actions line up. Right. right. When Jesus said this, he said, by your words, thou shalt be justified and by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. Mm -hmm. See, words were designed to be more weightier or just as weightier as your actions. Because he didn't say by your actions you're going to, you shall be condemned. Because in his mind, there this shouldn't be a separation right. between what you say and what you do. There's no separation. When you say you're going to do something, it's like, it's like the boys say, it's like, it's like the boys say, Jesus said, uh, uh, after he got done preaching to the people, he said, told the boys, gather the ship, let's go on over to the other side. He said, let's go to the other side. On their way to the other side, a storm arose. Right? The storm arose. Boys went mad, went crazy. Jesus was over there sleeping. <laughs> They even questioned whether or not he cared for them. Mm -hmm. Like, don't break my heart. Right. She said, boy, I, what did I say? Mm -hmm. Let's go, we're going to the other side. Yeah. See, in his mind, I don't care what storm arise. 
I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how windy it gets. I don't care how dark it gets. I put my word out there. See, one of the most important aspects of a husband's and wife's communication is bound in their vows. Like, listen, these vows is what keeps us, what's supposed to keep us, designed to keep us together. It's your vows. I said before, I said going forward, I'm going to make the couples that I coach and marry write their own vows. Mm. I didn't do that at first. But I'm going to make you write your vows because what you write is what's going to bind you to the to your spouse and how you how you communicate should be framed within those vows like that. Those are things. That's what binds you. It ain't the ring. Right. It's the words we use and how we communicate those words, how we use the laws of communicating and how we walk in the in the language of loving that brings us that connects us. It's not it's not the material things. It's not the outside sources. It's not the exterior things. It's what comes out of my mouth that pierces her heart, that makes her say, man. I ain't going nowhere <laughs> like the way you talk to her, the way she talks to you mm-hmm. is either going to connect you or disconnect. you. Right. I remember Sister Leslie and I, when I started, when I, you know, I flipped my whole game. Right. When we this was prior to salvation. Mm. And I walked up on her. She had the black jeans on. Oh, and I Lord. walked up on her in the party. Yeah. And I had to sit down and put the Mac on her. Okay. And I told her, and I, and I got the digits. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we was calling, right? And I was calling. I was cool D when I was calling. Like, like I was cool D. Listen, it's, it's a privilege for me to be calling you. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. <laughs> right? That was my attitude. That's cool D. <laughs> she wasn't with it. She wasn't feeling it. She wasn't feeling it. When I recognized she wasn't feeling it, I changed the game up. Right. I changed it up. I started talking to her in a manner that made her feel as if, man. I appreciate you taking my phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever I had to do to get the cookies. Whatever I had to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> whatever I had to do to get the cookies. I'm just being real. It's whatever you like. Like, whatever you hey, got to do to get the cookies. Hey, they were part of salvation. They were part of salvation. Now, after we done got saved, now, <laughs> I'm good and saved now, my whole conversation changed. I know you didn't like that, but that, that's what I thought was. Has it? Has it changed? That's how I was. Has it changed? It has changed. My whole conversation. You still be trying to game Leslie. I still, I'm still chasing. No, I'm still chasing. the The proof is when we order food. The proof is when we order food. Oh, we order no, food, that no. boys get to drop in. Oh, no. He started get to ask him, yeah. what's your name? Okay, how, how, you, how you doing, Stephanie? What's your name? Stop, what's your name? Stop, what's your name? I'm just being polite. I'm just being polite. I want to I order some food, and I want you to make it for me. Can you do that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he sound like he been listening. He sound like... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Listen, listen, but no, but the conversation, the conversation to the wife has changed, though. And she noticed it. She noticed it. Now, that right there is something different. I'm just trying to get down right there. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But it's, it's real. No, it's real. You brought the words. Oh, the communication that connects us. I started speaking to Leslie, and I'm ashamed to say this, but prior to salvation, I spoke to her. In a manner that just wasn't this wasn't a way a man was supposed to speak to a woman that he called himself digging, right? Yeah. But then it, was, it wasn't until I got saved, and part of my reason for doing that because I vowed to myself that I would never let another woman really, really feel and experience my heart and my affection the way I did with the girl that that kicked me to the curb. But once I got saved, man, Lord came in and washed all that foolishness out and filled me with the love of God, and I started loving Leslie, and I started communicating to her in a manner that like. Like, 
it was like Bathsheba was Solomon. Like mm. the, the Bible say Bathsheba, like he took her breath away. Like she, when she saw the splendor and the glory and the beauty of it, she's like, it's like there was no more spirit left in the woman. The woman just like she saw him and she fainted. <laughs> like this man here is something. And I, I heard about him, but being in his presence was something else, right? Yeah. I started communicating her in a way that caused her to be captivated with this new deed. And she'll tell you, she had to like get to know that it was a whole mm -hmm. new person. But that's, that's for every marriage. Mm -hmm. That's for you and Kate. That's for you and, and your Prince Charming. Like, that's for him, right? I'm gonna be sure he act right. Thank I'm you. I'm gonna be sure. Thank you. Um, but that's for every marriage. Yeah, it's but empowering. You, it's so empowering when, you're, when your husband or your spouse just talks to you in that way. You, you wanna be better. You mm. know, you, you mm. it's almost like you, your love just grows. You, you're mm. over, like, overflowing. Oh, you yeah, get yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah, with yeah, it, yeah, you it's, know? It's, 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 it's coming out, it's coming out. She's a multiplier. She's a multiplier. Look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. Look at, look at, look at, look at. Wait, wait, wait. You already said she's a multiplier. Now he said it, not me. Yeah, oh, here we now go. we can't just leave that there. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we can't just leave it there. Wait, do you see how he's oh trying to break God. everything going on? Right, right. I'm trying yeah. to talk about the fees. He's talking about multiply. <laughs> he brought it up. Now we got folks in out there. What do you mean multiply? I can't. I gotta explain it. No, you can't be the dude that like to come up behind people and shoot like. Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 you can't wait till I say something. Oh, you did it. Yes, yeah. He says she's multiplying. Okay, she's right, multiplying. You're multiplying what he put in you. Wait, I want to hear bro explain it. Okay, okay, explain it then. He said it since he said it. What? Come on. That was so the host. The host put on you. What did you mean when you said she's a multiplier? So, so I've learned that. The woman, the, the woman is built to be a multiplier of what I pour into her as a husband, mm -hmm. right? Um, I, I like the analogy that, um, that that I heard. What was the guy's name? Uh, Brother Miles Moreau. Miles Moreau, right? Mm -hmm. He he said he said he said you 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 give her a seed, she gives you back a baby, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and and so that's that's you give her a house. I mean, you give her you, you give, give her, her house. You give her a house, she'll she make it a home. home, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's the perfect example, mm -hmm. you know. So. The love that I pour into her, the communication that I pour, that that I that I that I speak to her, the 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 way that I comfort her, the way that I, um, you know, care for her needs, all of that stuff is given to her, and she is built to multiply those things in a numerous amount of ways, mm -hmm. and then give it back to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and so it, it's. Now and you gonna tell me? And you gonna tell me that that. Ain't nothing I can do with her, and she can't, and I and I can't control her. No, no. man, no. You creating, you creating what you have. Right. You've created what you have. Right. And that that is that's the hardest part for guys to get. That's the hardest part for guys to get. I mean, that's the hardest part right there because now, hard, now, man. now, you know, the, I, I'm in a position where I got a lot of stuff I got to break. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff I got to die to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and and death is the hardest part before anything. Right. You, you notice how I said that? It's the hardest oh, part yeah. before oh, anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, dying itself. There's resurrection on the other side of death. Right, 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 right. right. And that's the key. Right. You Devil understand don't that? Devil folk don't see. Right. They don't see resurrection. Jesus saw that. Yeah, he saw resurrection. That's what gave him joy. 
Right. He saw resurrection. He was crying before that. I got to go put this thing in. Oh, no. Daddy, I can't do that thing. Let's leave them people where they had to start over. Right. Right. You know, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way to, now, so, so this was the other thought that I had on that too. It's, it's a, it's a never ending process Mm -hmm. from, from the standpoint of the, the, the husband is the provider, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not just paying bills. I'm providing the culture. I'm providing the direction. I'm providing the, the, the attitude. I'm providing the, all of that stuff, right? As I'm providing, she's receiving and multiplying, right? Right. So, 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 what does that lead us to? That leads us to the oh, the, Man, the biggest good. purpose of marriage is to be fruitful and multiply. As I continue to provide, she continues to multiply. Well, like we talked about in the last episode, that's where that that power couple is developed because it's a continuous, nonstop process of me providing and her multiplying. Right. Now, my provision comes from God. So as I continue to receive, I continue to provide. She continues to multiply. That reciprocates. I mean, that, that's when you become the power couple. Mm. That's it. Right. So, so as, as the provider. Very well said. She's the provider. I mean, you're the provider. Her focus is how do I multiply this? Right. How do I multiply? See, and it's natural. It's the natural inclination for a woman to multiply whatever you give her. Now, here's the <laughs> coolest part. That's a business model. Right. That's a business model. That's it's a business a, model. It's a definite business model. But that's that. That's what. Now you get no receipt. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got eight minutes, and I ain't even got to my stuff yet. Whatever y'all want to do in eight minutes. We got eight minutes, and I ain't got to my stuff yet. Because he keeps bringing up this stuff. I I, I can't help that. it. He's bringing listen. up all this stuff. Listen. Right. He brought up. I'm starting to get to that point now where I can't help it. He tapped into the purpose of marriage. It's to build something. Yeah. Like this thing, this thing ain't just for us to, you know, right. roll around in the bed and have a good time. No, this thing is the build, the purpose. There's the, there's the intimacy. There's the pleasures. There's the power and the purpose for marriage. God wants you to build something right. in the form of 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 business and economics and have an economy and creating wealth, so that you can speak to two, maybe three generations from you. Mm-hmm. That's how powerful he tapped into the business side of marriage, right? I did want to say something in defense of husbands, mm. right? A lot of times we have to deal with rascals like me, who I used to be, cause the deficiencies, mm-hmm. the infirmities, the the hurt, the pain yeah. in women, yeah. because my mindset was to abuse and misuse and take advantage of, yep. and I left a, in 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 a way you leave a lot of hurt and damaged women. Now you got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it, though, I said, I know I said before, uh, you, you've you've created that. A lot of times men don't create or women don't create. Same thing, vice versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But. You have the power now to heal. Why? Right. Because love is God's healing bomb. Time don't heal. I know folks say that one time she'll be OK. No, 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 no. That don't mean that. <laughs> right. Ten years from now, she'll be the same. She'll be in the same pain, same stress, yeah. same hurt, same yeah. agony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't love her. See, it's what happens in the framework of time that heals. And that's loving. Loving is God's healing bomb. Like there's no pain. There's no frustration. There's no disappointment. There's no heartbreak that is outside of the power of love to bring healing. Love is transformational. My boy, this morning I was doing an interview. He said, he said, D, you made a statement two interviews ago that I just can't forget. He says, he says, you says love is transformational. Love will never leave you where it finds you. 
So you might have found Caitlyn <clears throat> defeated, frustrated, hurt, abused, misused, um, 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 laughed at. You might have found her broken. But now God will have you to bring healing to all those things, to bring strength, to bring life, to bring joy, to build up, to make strong. Right. That's the role of a husband. When God said cleave, that's what he's talking about. Create a culture that's going to bring healing to my daughter. That's marriage. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. For husbands to create a culture. The power in that. Love, love your spouse as Christ loved the church. What did he do? He created a culture. He created an environment. We call it the kingdom of God for us to be healed. Question. So you say that it's, it's for the man to, to you cleave. You know it's only five minutes left, right? That's cool. We go. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Right. Come on, back. Come over there. Come on, baby. I'll come over there. Don't say nothing. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Don't say nothing. No, no, no. Because he's going to regret it. This is the dynamic. What you want me to do? You poke, I poke. Let it go. Turn this camera off and come over here. Let's just talk. Okay. So you say that a man should cleave. Yeah. And he, he, he can heal with his words. However, if a man is broken, mm -hmm. how, how does he heal himself? And I know, I think I know your answer already because you answered this before. <laughs> but how can he heal himself while still trying to speak words of life over her when life may not be in him? Well, the issue is he can't heal himself, first and foremost. He ain't healing himself. Man. Right? And guess what? It ain't the wife's responsibility to heal him either. Okay. <laughs> it ain't her responsibility to heal him. That's right. That's God's responsibility right. to heal him. Mm -hmm. Right. His healing will come from above. His healing will come from God. His healing will come from the men that God put in his life. The father figures that he put in his life. That's where his healing will come from. Right. The problem is he most husbands look to the wife to bring healing. Yeah. And it won't happen. Mm -hmm. She she's not she's not designed to bring healing. She's designed to complete a healed man. Yeah. Right. So you have broken men in marriages because they haven't been prepared and they don't know better and they, and they need healing themselves. Right. And all of it is like, I mean, there's never I don't want people to think that you got to get to this place of wholeness or complete healing before you can engage and be mm -hmm. loving. It's not that's not the case. But there's a degree that you have to have established already. Right. right? Uh, like 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 there's a I, I, I would I would I would instead of looking at it as, as a tier of first, second, third grade, I would look at it as awareness, knowledge, understanding. Like you at least got to have a level of understanding of what it means to be a husband. And what we mean by understanding is, is what is, is means to be able to tie the pieces together. But, but most men go into marriage needing to be healed, and they want their wife to be the healer. She's not designed to be the healer. She's designed to be a completer. She's designed to be a multiplier. And her focus is not on mothering you or nurturing you. It's strengthening you. It's, it's speaking to you like Abigail spoke to David. Oh. Oh, my gosh. She said, listen, my man a fool. Mm -hmm. He's stupid. He don't know better. <laughs> he a fool. <laughs> He's stupid. Don't pay him no attention, David. He said, but you, you a king. Don't, don't, stoop, don't stoop to his level. You, God has anointed you. And if you go and you try to avenge yourself, when God said he's going to avenge you, you're going to look bad. And I don't want you looking bad, David. I don't want you looking like a fool, like my husband. You're a king. And what God's going to do to you, he's going to raise you up and he's going to make you the king of Israel. And Israel will be the nation that everybody looks to. And it's all going to be because of you, David. Oh, she got to talking to him like that. <laughs> David said, 
Blessed be God Almighty <laughs> for sending you here because for sure I was going to go and kill everybody. But you spoke to the king in me. I'm coming back for you now. <laughs> yeah, he I'm knew coming that. back for you. He I'm knew that. Back. Get that woman. My goodness. Woman went home. Woman went home. Husband died, fell off the roof, drunk wrong wine, fell off the top of the roof. David got word. First thing David said, go get Abigail. <laughs> Bring that woman to my tent. We got to make this happen tonight. Tonight. <laughs> I'm talking about communication. Yeah. A woman isn't designed to bring healing, she's designed to bring the king out of a man right. and to multiply the man that he is, to make him bigger, to make him wiser, to make him stronger, to innovate him, mm -hmm. to motivate him. But, 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 but we got our wives out here working to be healers. Mm -hmm. Never work. That's why folks need to get with us. That's why they need to come to the gospel. <laughs> no doubt. Because we don't know this no stuff. Doubt. We just yeah. out here running around. Uh, Bible says they're going to be marrying and giving in marriage. You know, they're just marrying anybody, whoever they want to marry. That, that, that's, what, that's the age. That's the divorce culture. He said right. they're going to be married and just being given. They're just going to marry anybody. No, you don't just pick nobody and get married. That's what you hear people talking about on the pulpit. Whoever you pick, no, you ain't got to be picking nobody. <laughs> you better hear from heaven. Mm -hmm. Heaven going to pick out the person he wants you to love. Right. Heaven going to pick out the person she wants you to love. That's, that's what you got. You can't just going to pick, choose your wife, whoever you want to choose. It don't work like that. Right. But when we go to, when we go to, well, what was your question? Did I answer your question? I got so excited about what he said. Did I answer your question? Was, <laughs> My question was how, how can oh, a man. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was about, it was about how can he love without being healed? Because you got so many broken men, right? Mm -hmm. And the answer is that he can't heal himself and he can't look to her to be a healing because she's not his source of healing. Right. You know, right. That's, why, that's why, I mean, we see marriage as a spiritual activity. Yeah. Right. You got to be a spiritually mature person to have a have a mature marriage. Right. Right. You got to you have a mind to master marriage. Right. We can master marriage, but you got to have the right mindset. And so, uh, when it comes to that, we you know we we start with it starts with our words because our words is the is the element that binds us, that knits us, that brings us, um, like ever so close. Yeah. Right. And it's all leading to the goal of marriage, which is oneness. If we don't have a mind to become one and we're not willing to use the binding element of words to do that and how we talk to each other and how we speak to each other mm -hmm. and how we connect with it like we would we went through the nine laws of communication like like we we apply them to marriage but you need to know these things just just to be able to function in life but when you understand the nine laws of marriage and how how communicating to my spouse is more than is more than my my verbal communication it's 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 physical communication it's my nonverbal communication it's my nonverbal cues it's it's how i use my hands how i use my body it's our body it's everything that goes into communicating Right. When we are aware of these things and we have an understanding of these things, it will make us to be efficient and effective in how we communicate to our spouse. If you are able to be efficient, that means the idea of efficient, it means you get across the emotion and the psychology of what you want to get across to your spouse. They understand it. Mm -hmm. and, and you do that, I'm sorry, effectively, I'm sorry, that's effective. And efficiently is I do that as concise <laughs> and as few words as possible. If I can do that, man, you're on the pathway to being connected the way you're supposed to be connected, and you're using your words to do it. So communication by uh, connecting by communication is powerful. So, what do you what do you think about the the thought of 
Now, um, I know you see the time. That's okay. That's okay. We're good. Don't bother with him. Okay. <laughs> you get it back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, son. Go, 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 go. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think about the thought of, you know, because I, I, I've, I've been this way a lot uh, in, in the past. I, I guess I still do this now, but um, the thought of, like, we're going to talk about this right now. Like, we're going to settle this I'm a big right now. That. I'm a big believer in that. Man. I don't want to push this off. I don't, I'm a big I, don't I don't. care how frustrated we get. We got to find a way to reach a solution right now. And, and the reason I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up is because I, I, I've, I've experienced uh, th- those times where, you know, emotion gets in, in the way of what you're trying to communicate. And for me, once once I get to the point where I'm I'm frustrated and I'm upset, it's really really difficult for me to articulate what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. It's it's hard for me to think. Period. Mm-hmm. And so to try to explain what I'm feeling in a in a clear and concise way, it, it just makes it extremely difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I still have the understanding. Like I don't want to keep being upset past this. Right. I would rather finish this, even though I'm upset. Yeah. And get it done now so that I can know, okay, we've reached a solution. We shouldn't have to worry about this no more. Right. I don't like having stuff hanging over my head. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. W- w- how, how, do you, how do you see that aspect? Right. Well, well, it starts with this. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Like, listen, we ain't going to sleep like this, baby. We're like, like, I want to be able to hold you. I want to be able to connect you. I may want to yeah. do some things else, do some <laughs> other things too. But I know this is in a way. Right. This is in a way. So we need to deal with this. So I'm, I'm a proponent of really saying, listen, whatever we got to do, whatever I got to stop doing, let's just do it. I, 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 laugh, I used to laugh at my, my husbands who would call me and, and man, I just don't, man, I just don't know. I need to go for a walk. No, 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 no. You, don't need, you, need, to, you need to stay your butt right there mm. and you need to stay in that fire and you mm. need to work it out. Call me when you get it done. Well, <laughs> but what if I'm at- Call me when you get it done. <laughs> no, no, no! Come on, you was gonna say something, sis. Come on, 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 come on. We gonna be tipping time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Pow! Come on, come on. What if? Okay, what if? Because some some men really don't know how to, like like you said, they yeah. really don't know how to. Um, uh, what is the Calm word? Calm down, articulate, talk about. Yes, in a, in, in a very mature way. Take ten How minutes. Do they... Take five minutes. Take six minutes. Mm. Whatever you need to do. But well, we got to come right back. Get to back the table. to this situation. Yeah. yeah. Don't put this thing off till next week. No, no, no. Yeah. Go if you need to ride around the block. You need to go take a walk. You need to call me on the phone. I will calm you down. <laughs> I talk to you right. <laughs> I use my words. But you and get just you right. said that if 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 a, if a man wanted to take a walk, you said no. Well, I mean, when I'm saying that, I'm, I was being, I was being. Extreme. extreme like you can't you can't run from the situation yeah, but if you go on out to right. call d and you take a walk while you're doing yeah, that yeah, yeah. i'm talking about some folk when i'm talking about they talking about coming over to the house and chilling and all, no no <laughs> ain't finna come over here to get away from that right <laughs> no but i mean it, 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 it there's this this wisdom in and not speaking frustrated and allowing your emotions to take over mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is i mean that don't take you two weeks it shouldn't take you two weeks. Right. Like if you if you if you all up on yourself like that and you take you two weeks, then mm-hmm. we need to you know we need to have another conversation. Yeah. yeah. We have a different kind of conversation. <laughs> now we got to deal with you personally, yeah. right? But that should be something that lo- see see again. We go back to being a lover, like 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 the worst thing. 
I'm on this thing big about self-identifying as a lover because you got to own, I love being a lover. Like I want, like, like if anybody ever asks y'all anything about D, my hope is that y'all say, man, he just love loving people. He just love loving. Like I love, like as a lover, I identify as a lover. I, I love, I love making people feel loved. Like that's a, that's what that's all, but that ain't just for D. Now I don't want folks to think that ain't just for D. Now that's for you too. If you, especially if you call yourself a son of God, right? If you call yourself a, a daughter of God, you 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 you're supposed to be so 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 in love. You're so desirous to like 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 I'll never forget the, the the word of God came to me and I got the revelation. The Bible says, "God so loved the world." Like we see that on John three sixteen. But I remember I was meditating in that one day, and 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 the Lord showed me the depth of that. It was like, he could not send his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. He could not do it. He could not do He He, he had to do everything he could possibly do to redeem us. Right. Or he wouldn't be a God of love. Mm. Like, son, you got to go. Like, I don't want you have to go. This is who we are. We are love. You have to go. Jesus said, Lord, I don't want to do it, but, but, but I, I got to do this thing because I am love. Like the worst agony for a lover is not being able to love. I, I, I can't stand this being between us because I can't love you. Right. Not because I want my way and you, you know, I can't express this power that's inside of me to deposit in you. So that you can be all that you're supposed to be. Love is the element. And when there's something between us and I'm not free to love, we wrote a song called Free to Love. And I'm not free to love. Then life isn't a playground anymore. It's a danger zone. It's a disaster zone. Because yeah. life is love's playground. Like that's what love was, 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 was given the ability to fly and to flourish. Yeah. It's in life. Specifically speaking, the life of a marriage. But if I let this particular thing get between us to the point to where I can't talk to you for two weeks, three weeks, two days, four days. man. Now the communication is corrupt. Everything messed yeah, up. Everything, and if right. that happens consistently a long enough time, right. now the D word comes in. Yep. Mm -hmm. But that's what our divorce culture teaches us. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cut. Y'all are done. Because I'm going on and on. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so oh, much for joining us. I'm not even going to ask if y'all have anything left. Y'all had enough. You going to ask me? I can no. keep going. I, I, no. All right. uh, thank but wait, you did so we even get to the stuff here? No, we did not. We did, no. we did oh, not. Goodness. So that would have to be next another week. one. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Right. Thank you so much for joining our episode, Connected by Communication. If you want to connect with us a little bit more and on a more intimate level, coffeeinthemorningclub.com. Go there. Mm. Get us every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So enjoy and thank you so much. All I do is win, 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 no matter what.